Welcome back, mamas. I hope you had a blessed Mother's Day weekend. Today's episode is a live excerpt from our most recent Feel the Favor Lead Generation Masterclass inside of our community for faith-led women in business, where I trained on the topics, finding your Feel the Favor, and today's episode topic, passive versus active lead generation strategies. Are you ready to break free from the hustle and create your own business growth strategy that is not only profitable, but purposeful? Do you want to enjoy success that is sustainable? Are you tired of having to show up on social every day for hours on end, trying to grow your business on borrowed land? If this sounds like you, then listen on in my friend as I share how to incorporate both active and passive lead generation strategies in your business and work in those strategies consistently until you see the active passive flip. Not sure what that means? You'll find out in the episode and let me tell you, it's a sustainable growth strategy that I wish I had known much sooner when growing my own network marketing business. And if you'd like to hear the rest of the masterclass trainings, as well as trainings from my top business leader friends, Brandy, who trained on a social networking funnel, doesn't that sound exciting? And Allie, who trained on leveraging the power of a faith-led networking community, all smarter, not harder, one-to-many strategies to have lead generation without the hustle and strive, then be sure to head on over over to Facebook and search for Field of Favor, Faith-Led Business Strategies for Female Entrepreneurs. This group and the monthly masterclass and featured trainers is free, and our mission is to create a safe space for women to learn how to build their business God's way while networking, promoting, yes, I said promoting, we allow promoting in our group, and being better together. You can also find the link in the show notes. And when you join, remember to say Melody Bishop invited you. Now let's get ready for today's show. Welcome to the Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers show, where we choose to grow a successful and sustainable business from the crazy caffeine-filled comfort of home using flexible productivity strategies that simplify, optimize, and systemize our business and mom life. Hi, I'm Melody Bishop, a Jesus-loving boy mom, former teacher, turned top 1% network marketer, turned entrepreneur. I believe you can slay your day without being a slave to the hustle. If you're ready to get your time freedom back and design the life you love, you're in the right place. It's time to rise up, know your worth, and live abundantly. Well, hello, I'm back. And I'm going to be talking to you about different ways to have smarter, not harder, more sustainable lead generation strategies and how to craft a lead generation strategy that fits you and your business. And I'm going to wrap that up with a bow and share with you the importance of using this strategy, using these sustainable, smarter, not harder strategies to really create a business that is going to help you thrive and not struggle and have the abundance that God is calling us all to have. 
But any, anyway, um, let's talk about active versus, versus passive strategies. What does that mean? What does that look like? And how can you use those strategies to really, you know, design a business and a life you love? So first of all, I want to preface this training by saying right up front that there really is no one size fits all way to grow a successful business. There is no one size fits all. There are many different ways to grow a successful business. The key is in finding ways to grow a business that will help you grow a healthy business, healthy for you, healthy for your family, a business that will help you thrive and really tap into those gifts and strengths and who God created you to be that we talked about in the very first training. So what does a healthy business and healthy business strategies look like? What does that look like? First of all, you want to make sure it's God honoring and that you build your business and of course your life based on a foundation of core values and integrity that is God honoring. You know, God doesn't, we talked about this before, God doesn't want you to strive to thrive. You don't have to strive to thrive. So anything that is creating unrest in your spirit, anything that is really stressing you out. Now, I'm just, I'm not saying that, you know, if it's, if it's hard, don't do it. It's not of God. That's not what I'm saying because growing is hard <laughs> and making sure that you're going in obedience. God is going to take us through the hard on purpose to refine us. Our struggles don't define us. They refine us. And that is part of the growth and journey of, of growing is going through those growing pains. It's not going to be easy, but it can be simple, especially once you get the hang of it. And it should feel, it should be something that gives you peace in your spirit, something that doesn't um, give you unrest in your spirit. So you want it to be sustainable. It needs to be a strategy that is going to stand the test of time and that complements your life, not a strategy that requires you to constantly be working in your business and taking time away from the other things that matter most. You have to make sure that you are staking your life in your non-negotiables, faith, family, work. Some of us also add in the home care life in there. That's another pillar and self care. You have to fit in all those pillars. So if you are doing something in your business and it's taking away from you showing up and being present in those other non-negotiable pillars, core pillars of your life, then you need to find a strategy that doesn't create that extra stress and doesn't take away from the other pillars of your healthy, abundant life that God calls us to live and walk out. So it should be sustainable, something that stands the test of time and something that you can continue to do, do for the long haul that isn't going to lead you to hustle and burnout. If you've been hanging with me, you know that I love working hard. I'm one of the hardest working people you will ever meet, but I'm really intentional and purposeful. And I wasn't always like this. Okay. I had to learn this just like we all have to learn this. I do believe I'm really intentional and purposeful with how I spend my time, with how I, I grow my business, with how I interact and engage with my relationships, etc. So God calls you to do the same thing. It's not about hustling. We can work hard and not hustle. Let me say that again. You can work hard and not hustle. It's about learning how to work smarter than the rest. You don't have to work harder than the rest and being a good steward of your resources, your time, your energy, 
your emotional and mental resources in addition to your financial resources. You want to make sure that your strategy strategies are authentic to who you are and who God created you to be. Again, this fits in with the no one size fits all type business. Just because someone else is doing something and it's working for them doesn't mean it's going to work for you because it might not feel authentic to you. So you have to find what works and keep what resonates with you. Test it out for a while. If it doesn't work for you, that's okay. Try something else. But don't commit to something just because someone else is doing it and they're finding success with it because that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. It has to be authentic to who you are. You want to enjoy your business. Not everything is going to be enjoyable in your business, but you should enjoy your business. It should complement who you are. Aligned. You want to make sure your business is aligned with your goals and the life you want to create. So if you want to have more time freedom in your day, don't be subscribing to the hustle and strive mentality that says you have to work harder. It has to be aligned with the type of life you want to create. Because if what you're doing right now isn't what you want to do years from now, then don't do it. Lay the foundation and begin designing a business and a life that you love, that aligns with your goals and your dreams and the type of life that you want to have now, because you are going to need to master those strategies to get to where you want to be. And the longer you spend your time investing your time and energy and your resources, your mental, emotional, all of those things, the longer you spend your time investing all of that into strategies that are not aligned with you, not authentic, not sustainable, the more more time you're taking away from mastering and growing in those areas that will grow your business that is sustainable, that is authentic, that is aligned with you. So don't waste that time on strategies that are not going to get you to where you want to be. Because what happens at the end of that, I've seen it many times, time and time again, as a top 1% network marketer, get to the top. I see other women at the top and they've gotten to the point where they have grown a business that they resent. They resent. And then they give up on their business because they were more focused on the success than the sustainable success. They were more focused on the success than really diving in and doing the hard work to figure out what type of business they should grow that complements their life and that is a business that God wants them to have, the kind of life that God is calling them to have, their purpose, a purposeful and productive business that is also profitable. Ooh, I'm getting all fired up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's talk about one-to-many strategies. Why one-to-many strategies and what does that even mean? So basically, one-to-many strategies is the opposite of one-to-one strategies. There are a lot of people out there who teach one-to-one strategies where you have to just have all these different conversations with people all day, day in and day out. And you do want to have conversations with people, but you, when you have the conversation, you want it to be a purposeful and productive conversation. You want that to be the last, one of the last steps in converting that lead into a client or a customer. You don't want it to be one of the first steps because that is not sustainable and that is exhausting. If you're thinking about your funnel and what a funnel looks like, you know a funnel is bigger at the top and it gets smaller at the bottom. If you are spending all your time at the top of your funnel talking to all these people who may never make it to the bottom of your funnel, you are wasting time that you could be using working on your business because you're spending so much time working in your business just hoping and praying that one of those people that you talk to, you'll be able to convince, 
and we'll talk about that in a second, to see the value in your offer. The object is to get people in and you want to weed out the people who are never going to take part in your offer or never going to be interested in your offer. And that's okay because we're looking for our field of favor and you only want to talk to the field of favor people who make it to the bottom of your funnel. And that way, when you have those conversations, you'll find that you're not having to convince. You're not having to spend all this time answering questions or talking about things that you've already talked about in your groups and on your platforms and in your trainings and all of that stuff. One to many strategies expose your value and your offer to many people at one time instead of one to one to one to one at a time. So that way you're hitting all the people in the funnel, but you don't have to worry about whether or not they're going to make it to the bottom because your value is touching everyone and some will make it to the bottom of your funnel and some will not. And that is okay. But you don't have to waste your time talking to all of those people, justifying the people who do. Let the process, let your system, let your strategies do the work for you so that when you get to those conversations, they are fruitful. Funnel those prospects into your community. I highly recommend that you have a Facebook community. And listen, I understand that Facebook is not, maybe not your favorite platform. It, it's my favorite platform, but I know it's not everybody's favorite platform, but people still go on Facebook specifically because there are groups that they are in and communities that they are in that they don't want to let go of. Some people just go on Facebook just for the groups. Your group can be one of those spots. And there aren't any other platforms that are as easy to use as Facebook, where as many people are on it, as many people are familiar with it, so they don't have to do extra techie brain work just to figure out how to maneuver a new community, all right? So right now, Facebook groups are the best place to nurture and create curated content and cultivate those relationships in a more intimate, personal setting as opposed to other platforms because you really want to make those connections you want to build those relationships and it's very hard to do that just being on a social media platform you have to get them in an intimate setting and people who join your group you know that's like the first step of your funnel those are the people who are actually interested in learning more about you because you bet your bippy that they have checked you out on social to stalk you a little bit after hearing about you wherever they found you to see if they want to connect with you further you know it because you do it okay <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a second optimizing your facebook profile but then they'll be like okay i want to i want to be in her group. I want to see what she's got over there because I'm kind of like connecting with her here. So you're going to spend your time having one-on-one -on -one conversations with pre-qualified leads. These are people who have made it to the bottom of your funnel or the bottom-ish of your funnel. <laughs> No, it's not a word, but it's okay. You know what I mean? And they've already been exposed to your content, your value. They've already gotten some small wins from you. And now they're going to raise their hand or when you reach out to them, they'll be more ready, but they oftentimes can come to you to raise their hand to learn more, but not all the time. It just kind of depends on the person and where they're at and how much of a relationship you've built with them. And then you have those conversations and those are pre-qualified needs. So those are quality conversations. And in those conversations, you don't have to worry about convincing them. You are simply giving them belief and confidence in themselves showing them that you are going to walk with them and encourage them and support them, letting them know that, yes, this is 
meant for you and you're feeling this tug on your heart for a reason, you've reached out to me for a reason, and then helping them overcome any objections or obstacles or roadblocks that are still left to help them go from, they already know that they are interested to believing that they can do it and that they can do it with you and having them become your client or your customer. Purposeful and productive. So one to many strategies are purposeful and productive to make the most of your time. Our time is limited and we need to be good stewards of it. So you need to make sure that your strategies are purposeful and they're productive and they're smarter, not harder because smarter, not harder strategies will give you sustainable success, not just success because you can have success with strategies that are not sustainable with strategies that are going to make you hustle and burn out. You can, but it is not sustainable. It is not sustainable success. And if you have a team that you are growing, don't you want to model sustainable success for them as well? Otherwise, they're just going to be quitting left and right because, yeah, they might see you having success and they model what you're doing, but then they realize, oh my gosh, this is exhausting. I want to keep doing this. Ain't nobody got time for this. This is not what I signed up for. So you want to model that sustainable success as well. Let's talk about active lead generation strategies that are one-to-many strategies. So these are the ones that I recommend. You can follow this funnel process using any social media platform, all right? So I wanna, I wanna preface that up front. So whatever your favorite social media platform is, you can replace that with the Facebook lead groups and then funnel them into your group where you can then nurture those leads. But I really love Facebook lead groups because it allows me to really be purposeful in my targeting. And it's a one-to-many strategy because it is a group filled with my target audience, with my who. So for example, in my previous company, my who were moms, work-at-home moms, who were stressed to the max and overwhelmed, but wanted to have an organized house. And they needed help in creating systems to organize their home and to teach them to their family so their family can also keep things tidy. So I would say, okay, I'm going to go see if there are any groups of moms who want organization advice or who love organization. And if there were, I would join those groups. Then you can just join groups that are organization groups. You can join groups that are mom groups. A lot of groups won't allow you to post and that's okay because your posts are really meant for visibility, but where you're really gonna make connections is in the comments of other people's posts because people ask questions. I need help with this. Can you recommend this? I'm struggling with this. And that gives you a perfect, perfect way to go in and give some help and advice without pitching your product or your offer. And then once they see that, hey, this girl helped me out, she got me a a win, like automatically, she gave me some advice. They're gonna go check out your Facebook profile, which is why it's important for your profile to be optimized so that your prospects know exactly how to find your group, what your group is about, how you serve in your group so that they can join your group where you are going to cultivate and nurture that relationship. You can serve and solve and share your solutions and your offer. So having a Facebook banner that invites them into your group with the link, having the link in your bio, having a video that's pinned to the top of your profile where you 
talk about who you are, how you serve, and then you give an invite to join your group with the link in the comments. Those are all really simple ways that you can optimize your profile and you can do similar things on other profiles as well. The idea is you are exposing them to your value, one-to-many strategy, and you are funneling them into your group. And then you want to optimize your Facebook community. And there's lots of different ways to do that. But the main thing I'm going to touch on is obviously you want to offer value and events. Events like this are a great way to invite people into your group. So let's say you've been chatting with someone, just building a relationship, and you want to have a reason to get them into your group. And the best way to do that is to have some sort of a value event, like a workshop or a boot camp or a masterclass. And you can invite them to that event, that free event. And as part of the event, you're going to give them some wins, okay, some free wins. You're going to offer them value, and then you're going to pitch your offer. You're going to share your offer. And because you have given them value in your group and in your events, you have then earned the right to share your offer. And it's not going to feel icky and it's not going to feel spammy. And they're not going to be like, oh, here we go, because they've already gotten so much value out of it in the first place. So, and if some are, you know, get all twisted about it, it's okay. They're not your people. (laughs) They're not your who, all right? Because your who is going to connect with you and how you serve, and they're going to want to know more. So don't worry about those people. So what does this do for you? It means you have no more chatting with one prospect at a time. Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) And you're using your social media for visibility and value. And you're making it easy when someone relates. That's the first step of the bridge. You got to get to the relate part first. Okay, people have to relate with you and your value and how you serve before they can get over the bridge to trust. Once you get them over the bridge to trust, that's when they are ready to hear your offer. But you have to get to the relate. And you do that by serving and showing up with consistent value, free value. And of course, you're going to pitch your offer. So you are selling. Serving is selling. But you got to have them both together. You can't just do one. Can't just serve, 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 offer free stuff all the time and never make your offer. Serving and selling go together and it helps you make that connection of the bridge from relate to trust and boom, that's where the magic happens. You want to make sure that you're showing up with value, whatever social media platform you choose, and you're funneling them into your community where you can show up with the value and make that connection from relate to trust. Let's talk about passive lead generation strategies that are in and of themselves one-to-many strategies. So what is an SEO platform? That just stands for search engine optimization. That means that you can search keywords on the platform, but you can also go to Google and search keywords and those videos, blog, podcasts, whichever platform you chose will show up can show up in the search. It does take some time for it to start showing up in the search. So you got to be consistent. It's a long game. But once it does, then the reason why it's called passive is people can find your video, people can find your blog, people can find your um, podcast when you're sleeping. And you can show up and give value. You can share your offer after you've given value with a call to action. And then you can funnel them also into your group for those who want to get to know you better and be more nurtured. So you can make those touch point connections over inside your group that you need to make before they get to the trust tier. As you know, there's usually like eight touch points or we can talk maybe eight wins, eight transformational wins. 
that they might get from your value before they move from relate to the trust tier. Relate gets them in your group, gets them wanting to know more, and the showing up with the consistent value and giving them consistent wins gets them to the trust tier. So it grows in reach over time. These platforms grow in reach with the emphasis on the word over time. So don't get frustrated when things aren't working for you on these platforms right away. I mean, you can still, it can still work for you right away, but it is is something that builds over time because the more people who are watching it, the more subscribes you have, the more views, it it bumps up your content in the search results so more people can find it. So it is a long game, but it is definitely worth it to have that passive type of income. So what are my recommendations and what are the main SEO platforms that we can be using to grow a successful and sustainable business? So obviously, I really believe you should be on Pinterest because you can use Pinterest to promote your offer, your products, your freebies, your group, um, your events, etc. But you can also use Pinterest to drive traffic to whatever SEO platform you choose. So you can couple it with the YouTube. If you choose YouTube, you can couple it with a podcast and you can couple it with a blog. So Pinterest is super easy to use. It's free to set up a business account. You want to make sure that you set up a business account. You want to make sure if you choose YouTube, that's free, but you can also have to set up a, you should set up a business account because it gives you analytics and that will help you know what content is working. And so you can do more of that. (laughs) And um, a blog, usually you have to pay for a blog. There are some free options out there, but they don't really show up in the search results that well, but you can find some uh, platforms where you can build a blog and it's fairly inexpensive as well. All right, so let's talk about how to create your one-to-many smarter, not harder strategy. So there are three things that I highly recommend that you do as a core foundation of your strategy, and that is to grow your community and email list at the same time. So as people are getting to know you and ending up in your group, you want to make sure that you are not only getting them in your group, but you're also getting them in your email on your email list at the same time. So using the group approval questions is a great way to do that. And all you have to do is you have to just ask them, hey, this is a free thing that I'm going to send you. If you want it, drop your email and boom, they're in your group. And you've also gotten them on your email list. And then if anything happens to your social platforms or your group or whatever, you have a way to connect and contact your people. So you're also going to ask questions that will help give you market research and know what content to create inside of your community and also give you an in into their messenger inbox where you can begin to have conversations with them because we know conversations convert. So one of the questions I like to ask to get some market research is I simply ask, what is the biggest struggle you have in your business right now? And you can tailor that to fit you and your business. And then the other question I like to ask to help me get in their inbox is if you could ask me one question to help grow your business, what would it be? And then I can automatically welcome them when I get in their inbox, welcome them to the community and get to know them a little bit better and then approach later on down the line or right away, depending on what your flow is and answer that question. Be like, hey, you asked me uh, about this question. Let's dive into that a little bit. And then you can also direct them to something that you have on your blog or your YouTube channel, your podcast, where you go in a little bit deeper to that so that they can also be exposed to more of your content and your value over there. Repurpose your content on social media platforms. So whatever um, SEO platform you choose, go ahead and repurpose that on your social media platform. It's really a really easy way to repurpose that content so you get some more visibility and eyes on that content. Choose your favorite social media and SEO platform. 
don't try and do all the things all at the same time. You're just going to make yourself go crazy. <laughs> so choose your favorite social media platform, choose your favorite SEO platform and go all in consistently and give it like a year at least. And then if you decide that it doesn't fit you and your business, then you can reflect and regroup and choose something different, but you've got to commit and be consistent and master it to see if it works first. Okay. Use your SEO platform as your library of content. So when you are chatting with people, whether it be um, on social media or an email or whatever, and they have a question, you can begin to answer their question, but don't spend so much time going into, you know, diving in deep when you already have an episode on your podcast, or you already have a video on your channel, or you already have a blog that talks about it. Start to answer their question and then direct them over to your library of content. Give them the link to that specific episode blog video that touches on that and goes deeper and then that way they're also exposed to the rest of your content over there too and when someone really loves your content what do they do they binge it yes they binge it use your social media platform to build relatability that is the main purpose of social media it's meant to be social and when you are social on social media the platform will reward you for being social so they want to relate to you and the best way to show up as your unique self is on social and they're gonna wanna get to know who you are as a person and not just who you are as a business owner because there are lots of business owners out there. They're looking for someone who can not just give them value but also someone that they can connect with and they can relate with. They're looking for people who will get them and see them and understand what they're going through. Let's talk about the 80-20 active to passive sustainable flip. So when you first begin to grow and you don't have a following and you don't have a big audience, you are going to begin mostly using active lead generation strategies. And then you're going to sprinkle in your passive lead generation strategy. And you want to make sure you stay consistent with that. Show up for at least a year, once a week. And as your SEO platform grows, this ratio is going to flip and you'll be spending less time, okay, less time in active lead generation strategies. And because you're passive lead generation strategies, you'll be most likely you'll be doing the same thing. You might bump it to twice a week instead of once a week, but you'll have a system in place by then. And you'll have things, it'll take you less time to do that, to create and communicate that content, which means it will open up more time in your business. So you can begin to work on your business instead of in your business and start to level up in your business by delving into more professional development, building systems, simplifying things, and really taking your business and your value and your offer to the next level. You have to free up that time time, okay, and work smarter, not harder in order to get to the place where you can spend more time working on your business and not spending so much time working in your business. So the passive, active to passive flip will help you do that, but you have to commit. It's a long game. You want to choose an approach that's authentic to you. So like if you're already doing Facebook lives, YouTube would be a perfect segue. If you really love to write, okay, and you write those really great story posts and things like that, and you love to write, then a blog would make more sense. And if you don't want to show up on video because your life is crazy pants, then you can record a podcast in your jammies <laughs> and nobody knows what's going on behind you because you can pause and re record, pause and record. That might be a better fit for you right now as well. 
So choose an approach that aligns with your core values. We've talked about that and choose an approach that supports your purpose. I hope you found value in today's episode. And if you'd like to hear the rest of the Field of Favor Lead Generation Masterclass trainings, trainings from top business leader friends, Brandy, she trained on a social networking funnel and my friend Allie, who trained on leveraging the power of a faith-led networking community and my other training on finding your field of favor, be sure to head over to Facebook and search for Field of Favor Faith-Led Business Strategies for Female Entrepreneurs. This group and the monthly masterclass and feature trainers is free and our mission is to create a safe space for women to learn how to build their business God's way while networking, promoting, and being better together. You can also find the link to join the group in the show notes and remember to say Melody Bishop invited you. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Show. Hey, Mama. If you found value in today's show, I'd be truly grateful if you take a few moments to hit that follow or subscribe button and leave an Apple Podcast review. You can even share this podcast with your team because when we work together, we can empower mamas to claim the abundant life they desire and deserve. Come join our Facebook community at Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers. Can't wait to get to know you.